Hello, and welcome to Doing the Work with Jay and Becca. We have a fantastic interview on the way for you today with Ani Anderson. Um, And, you know, I'm just so excited about Jay going out and doing this whole speaking gig thing because he keeps bringing in these most amazing people that we get a chance to interview with. And this is the partner of one of those people, which is even cooler. So we're expanding our reach in so many different ways. So, Jay, you know Ani through how? I actually know Ani through her husband, Brian. Uh, Brian and I are in that in a coaching group. Many of the people that uh, when Becca says Jay going going to do that speaking thing, I'm in a coaching group this year where I'm in a actually I'm in a coaching group for life as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I'm a lifer in this group. I, I think Brian is too. Um, but we are in a coaching group. Uh, our, uh, Ani's husband Brian and I are in a coaching group together where we are working on building our our speaking business, scaling our businesses, learning a lot about brainstorming, kind of a mastermind group together. And um, I recently took Brian's uh, course in bioenergetics, and I shared that with you all before, and I talked to you about the power of that. And uh, and around, it, it was a confidence course, and he's got me tapping on my heart chakra, and I've introduced you to that. And um, Ani is his partner, and uh, Ani, I'm so pleased to have you here, and I I want to be able to have like dinner with you because like, <laughs> we need to be able to, you know, like hang out uh, for a little bit. Um, I know. Cause I just, Brian and I are, I just adore him um, and appreciate him in my life. And so, uh, yeah, so I'm just thrilled to be able to have a, at least have you on the show and get to know you a little bit more and have you share your story and the powerful work that you're doing. Cause um, I, know, I share with our people all the time uh, to come at it from mind, body, and spirit, and um, so I love that you're doing all that work, and uh, I'd love for you to share your version of what you do, and then we'll get into it and get these people exposed to your work. Welcome. Awesome. Thanks, Jay. I feel like I know you already. Same. <laughs> Ryan comes home and talks about you so much, so I'm super excited to spend this time with you and all of your folks. So thanks so much for that. Uh, yeah, Brian and I work together, of course. And um, so, you know, what happened, I don't know if you've heard this story, Jay, but what happened basically was Brian was living in this teeny tiny town and he had he had left his job as a physical therapist working at the hospital and started his own private pay, private practice doing physical therapy and energy work and all of the different stuff, body stuff that he was doing. And so... Uh, I moved into town, and when I moved into town, I had had this very specific niche in the small city that I was living in as an occupational therapist, so a rehab professional doing holistic energy work in a private pay, private practice. So I, I moved to this tiny little town and was excited to get started in my business again and hang up my shingle or whatever, and the second person I meet when I moved into town was... Brian's now ex-wife who said, oh, my husband does the same exact thing as you. And I had never heard of anybody who did exactly what I did. (laughs) And there he was. Yeah, that's so funny in this tiny town. Yeah, yeah, it was really weird. So, uh, you know, I've got a lot to say about our story, but one of the things is we started working together after just a few short months because we were kind of doing the same exact things. And not only that, we came to find out after working together for a number of months, we had very similar 
philosophies as to why what we did was working with people and the results that people were getting and uh, the, the interesting problems that we began to see. For example, both of us had been working with the body for a long time and we had noticed that in all of our clients, all of them, 100% of the time, what was happening with them was uh, in their body was really related to a relationship issue. Every single time people were coming in with physical symptomology of any kind, it was directly related to a relationship issue. And so Brian and I really started pondering this notion and uh, basically determined at some point uh, after maybe a year or two of working together that we were really, <laughs> it seems kind of silly because we had been so similar. I think anybody else looking in from the outside would have noticed we were already twins, but we really wanted to walk this path of awakening together of really understanding more deeply what this issue was with relationships and body pain and disease and wh what was behind that. And we decided that we were going to start studying together. Uh, it was it was very shortly after that that we had a, what we'll call a life rearrangement where a number of different things happened, but the end result was that Brian and I ended up getting divorced from our first spouses and getting together, not only in our personal lives, but in our business. We ended up merging our businesses as well. And kind of a fun fact about that is our ex-spouses are also together. Oh, weird. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it looks like we swapped. That's really not the story. <laughs> it's way deeper than that. Um, but what ended up happening in that in that rearrangement uh, is that Brian and I, and, and also we call them our, our significant exes, developed this very deep awareness of of how to live with each other without uh, conflict in a very compassionate way. Because as you can imagine, when you're reorchestrating your life in, in a way that you might imagine, we had to, in a very, very small town, there was a lot of um, embarrassment and humiliation and judgment that was going on. And, and we were all very mm. happy with how we were rearranging our lives. But we had to deal with all of that, all of that stuff and almost band together to be able to do it. Uh, so we have very deep and meaningful relationships with each other in our very special family, in our blended family, uh, now in our community as well. And what we learned during that process really helped us to put the missing pieces on what it was that we didn't understand about why our clients were suffering. But now we do and we help people with that. In similar and also very different ways, because we would no longer do hands-on body working anymore, right. but we do very deeply work hmm. with relationships. Got it. And will you say more about when you what you learned that people, in terms of um, how to serve your clients and what was going on with the stuff around relationships showing up in the body? Yeah, what we learned was that the disease and the physical pain is really a manifestation of a mind state that if we caught it earlier would be just a relationship problem. But when the relationship problem isn't tackled, eventually it becomes manifest in the body in some way. It's as if the... Yes. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just got like goosebumps all over my body because I'm like, yep, yeah. that, yes. God. Spirit's always flowing through us unencumbered and healthy. And yeah. when that, when that force or that power, that energy is uh, blocked in some way, it will eventually get louder and louder. And yeah. so, yeah. So, even well, and that's the thing about like handling stuff, you know, one of the things that we talk about are handling tolerations and uh, yes. my coaching school calls them tolerations. But, you know, even in a relationship, you can't let stuff fester. That's right. Because it mm -hmm. will eat your body. It will. <laughs> like, I mean, it will yes. eat your body. It's so weird yeah. if you just let stuff fester, how it'll start showing up in your physical space, you know, your physical, not just your physical, I say physical space everywhere. Your, oh, yeah. Environment too. Oh gosh, but yeah. in your yeah. body for yeah. sure. Yeah, your body. Everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. It needs to become uh, manifested so that you can see it. Yes. If, if you can't pay attention to the subtleties, it will become manifest somewhere where you can see it, and then you kind of have to deal with it. So yeah. that's really what we we started to learn. And for for me, you know, Brian would have his own version of this, but for me, I had helped people deal with their life issues for a good 15 years before my life fell apart. And when my life fell apart, all of a sudden it was me. And so I used all the different tools that I had and we have very big toolboxes full of all of these holistic medicine tools. Uh, but I, I, I tried, I tried all of the stuff that I knew and none of it worked to really help me deal with the divorce and, and what was going on in my life. I reached out to every talented friend and expert that I knew of in order to be able to help me and help me explain what the hell was going on. And I couldn't get answers that made sense. In fact, some of the people who I considered to be my most trusted confidants were perplexed by my situation and recommended that I <laughs> go see a therapist or something like, you must be going crazy kind of thing. Yeah. And, um, ah. Yeah, yeah, so I felt very, very alone, and the, the gift, of course, is that it was the time for me to find my own way, and I needed to do that. I, I didn't want to do that. I fought it like hell because I really wanted somebody else to tell me what was going on, but they couldn't, yeah. and so I needed to find my own way with it and eventually did, but boy, those moments are tough, so. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. They are tough, and you know what's interesting oh to gosh. me is there, I don't think they're, you know, we could talk all day about this, but. I don't think, I think every person has to find their own formula, mm -hmm. for lack of a better word. Formula <laughs> is not the right word, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But you, I think each person has to find their uh, what res, what they really can, can jive with what we call your BS or your belief system. Yeah. It has to be able to come through um, and resonate there or it won't make a difference. And sometimes yeah. that, and sometimes I think that you know, going on that quest to see what that is, is part of the, part of the being the, the willingness to go on that quest is like the, one of the first steps. Absolutely. I completely agree. And I'll, I'll share a little secret, a little secret, not a secret. One of my most favorite things to do with my clients, most of my clients are people who are building their businesses. And most of those people are people who either want to have what we would call a signature process mm -hmm. or are people who have one. My yeah. most favorite thing to do is to uh, help people actually walk their own signature process through the difficulties in their life. Huh. 
Yeah. I don't always say that out loud, yep. but <laughs> but that's what ends up happening, and in so deepens their capacity to self-trust and really be able to find their own way with their own stuff, with their own resources, yeah, and then help people to mm-hmm. do the same. Well, it's almost a, analogous to the fact, to the idea that you can't really, you know, like you, maybe a baby coach could take on, could start. I think of it as like, in terms of baby coaches, like I've been a coach for 12 years and it took me eight years to get to a place, maybe seven or eight years before I had a signature process. Like I mm-hmm. had my signature process and it took me, you know, I share my story in my book and in my talk. And actually this is how Brian and I became friends is when he heard me say from the stage, I say all the time that children are the most transformational experience a human being can have. And I have a, I've had a sex change. So I think that says a lot. Um, for me, it, I mean, losing my mom and getting kids uh, adopted through foster care, having kids placed with me that were traumatic and losing my mom and donating a kidney all within six months, almost, ki- I mean, it felt like it was going to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And mm-hmm. I had to get right with my, I had to get into my own signature. I had to just, you know, like I had to, di- I had to do the work. I had to dive yeah. in and do the work. That experience for me gave me the momentum, which now is leading me to the, to the place where I can honestly, absolutely 100% say I am an expert in my field. Exactly. To, but I had to be able to do that work on myself. Yeah. Cause you're an expert in you. And that's the only right. thing we can really be an expert in. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. Good stuff. So tell me if our, you know, just listening from a listener's perspective, like tell me um, what is some of the kinds of work that you do when you, because, you know, you said that Mm -hmm. uh, you don't do hands-on anymore. So how does that work? Tell me about that. (laughs) Yeah, that's a great question. And at first, when we were first starting to go into a virtual space, that was the big question. How do we, how are we going to do this when we don't actually put our hands (laughs) on people? And the funny thing was, it was right in front of us, just like everything is always right under your nose <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Um, we don't need to put our hands on people anymore because people know what's going on in their bodies. We can talk to them about about what it is. And so I'll give you an example. Um, our, our frame of mind, our mindset, we could say the things that we think about, our perceptions of life, those things that go on in our mind, we... We think that those are just in the brain. However, no. no. <laughs> Every single thought that we think <laughs> has an accompanying sensation to it. Every single thought mm-hmm. that we think has an accompanying sensation to it. It might be too subtle for us to recognize. Sometimes they're not. I mean, sometimes really pay attention. We can see, Sometimes we see the sensation before the thought. Sometimes we see the thought before the sensation. But anyway, they're always tied together. And so if we're coming from a point of, of wanting to change our lives and we're just going from the thoughts that we think, we're really going at it from a halfway there place, in my opinion, especially yeah. when you're a person who right. is inclined to feel things. So there really are these feelers and feelers. And is I am a feeler now. I actually didn't used to be. I used to register as a thinker, ironically enough but I'm a feeler now. And so as I began to change my life, what I heard was you got to blueprint. You got to change your mindset. You've got to change your thoughts. You've got to change what you're thinking, the way you think life is all of this stuff. And I, but my sensations were really getting in the way. 
were really getting in my way. And I couldn't actually change my mind because my sensations and the things that I was feeling in my body were always coming up, whether it was discomfort or pain or anxiety. It was a lot of anxiety, depression and grief. I was feeling the feels all over the place. And I couldn't change my thoughts because I couldn't change my emotions and my sensations. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, rather than putting our hands on people now and, and dealing with people who times our clients have physical pain and physical things that are going on, that, that certainly happens. But we really deal with, we'll, we'll say mindset shifts from a level of not just thoughts, but also sensations. So we follow the story of the sensations that are happening in the body. We're going to release things that have been stored in pockets for years. And we can do that Mm -hmm. through a process of working with thoughts and sensations. We don't necessarily have to have our hands on people anymore. We do recommend when it's appropriate or when people want to, that they go get body work from certain professionals, specifically myofascial release professionals, just to put that out there. Yeah. When when I plug our myofascial, I have a myofascial release professional here in Lawrence and I talk about her constantly. <laughs> she's, cool. she's, she's amazing. Changed, she's completely she's completely yeah, yeah. Yeah, me yeah, too. Especially, me especially too. The, the fascial system because that's where our electric impulses are coming from in our bodies. So that's my, the myofascial stuff is really super important. But you also need to, in order to really change your life, consciously work with your sensations and how that's playing into your frame of mind. It's that missing link. It's It's half of it. <laughs> we can't ignore it. So that's, that's how we do it. Yeah. And it takes a level of consciousness that this is the thing that's interesting for me. And this is, this is where I get into, we could get into a whole world of, of what we believe and what we don't, but I have a whole theory around human beings in general, women specifically, I assert check out of their bodies pretty freaking early. Oh my God. Yeah. Given the fact that, yeah. what is it, the statistics says something like one out of four women have had a sexual assault by the time they're 24. Yeah. And I think that that statistic is bullshit. I'm like, yeah. that has to be, it has to be half. I mean, I, because how many of yeah. all the women yeah. I know, it's like I could go, okay, well, look at my friends. I have a hundred women friends. Over half of them have had sexual assault before they were 24 or some kind mm-hmm. of run in with something like that. And oh, I yeah. tell all, I tell yeah. the story all the time that I, when I'm telling my transition story, I remember the day that my peers became my predators uh-huh. as a little girl, when I was starting to develop and all of a sudden the boys in my neighborhood became predators. And, mm-hmm. you know, now I had already been checking out of my body cause I'd had sexual stuff happen before that. But my point is, like, I think there's also this world that women have to deal with where they are so checked out of their body that you tell them to, they have to get into that sensation. They go, what sensation? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly right. Yes. Well, what sensation? What are you talking about, lady? I don't know. I, I can't even feel anything. <laughs> I don't feel anything. We, yeah, we yeah, actually lady. need to re-educate people in feeling uh, sensation. So often people will say to us when we say, what do you really want in your life? They'll say, I want to feel, I want to be joyous. I want to have joy. And like, I want to feel joy. And when you're not feeling, you can't feel it. You can't feel joy. You can't feel it. You can't feel the joy that you want to feel if you're not willing to feel. So it is a a process of sensory re-education and 
really what we do more than anything is hold space for people to be able to feel in an unconditionally loving place because it can be uh, scary to feel again and to allow those avenues and those channels to open up. But what opens up is all of them because it exists on a, a, a pole where, like I just said, like you have to be able to feel your sadness and your grief in order to be able to feel your joy or whatever it is, the anger or whatever, to be able to feel the happiness. So really opening up that level of experiencing life in all of its joy and, and gratitude. This is gratitude's actually one that <clears throat> is one of, <clears throat> excuse me, my favorite things to talk about. We know that gratitude helps us to draw the things that we want closer to us. And so I'll often, and this happened to me too, I'll often have people tell me, I'm trying to feel gratitude, but I'm doing my journaling, but I just can't feel it. I just really can't feel that emotion. It's because we've closed off our sensations for feeling yeah. that, that genuine gratitude's in there, but it's in there with all the other stuff too. Well, and that's where I think yeah. understanding the whole bit, you know, one of the things that I teach about is your reticular activating system and that you have to, that it's the gateway between your subconscious and your conscious. And that, so if you want to get to a place where you can feel or experience the emotion of gratitude, the first thing you're going to have to train your reticular activating system is to stay, you're going to have to refocus it on gratitude and it may take a while, but the more you feed it, what there is to be grateful for, the more it's going to start showing that up. And then I would assert that then the, the, the emotion comes behind it. Yep. Would you say the same thing? Right. Yeah. And you're reminding me to say that we forget that of that, you know, whatever percentage you use, we use about 95% of your mind power is the subconscious mind and about yes. 5% is your conscious mind. Right. right. So what yeah. do we think that that subconscious is? Hello. A lot yeah. of it's the body. Yep. It's not it's just all the body. Brain. Yeah, it's, it's not the, thoughts. Yeah, like your subconscious is running the show, and it's your yeah. body. It's your body, and see, that's the for me. That was the the uh, the big takeaway from my time with Brian. Uh-huh. Was I I get that I can speak it, I know it intellectually, I can say it all day long, but there was something that I had a little shift in getting that subconscious. It is your body. It's your body. <laughs> Like your subconscious yeah. is your body. And yep. so it, that him like hammering that home for me was like, dude, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I was sharing with him, you know, I just, in fact, I failed a little bit uh, um, or, and this is what's interesting. I'm not making myself wrong, um, but I'm pointing to it because it is such evidence for me now. Um, I've been a nail biter my whole life. Mm-hmm. And last year, right before Christmas, in fact, New Year's, I had nails. Something happened that I just stopped biting my nails. And I've been wanting to stop biting my nails for hmm. years, but something shifted in me where I kind of just stopped. I just, you know, stopped. Well, then January to uh, May, it was a rough year for me. I was like, oh, you know, just floundering around and all kinds of stuff. And then in May was when I went out to uh, the coaching group I'm talking about and that's where I met Brian and um then it was touch and go there and up and down but after I took Brian's confidence course um I just stopped biting my nails again (laughs) completely stopped interesting yeah and I noticed that that, um this past week since I went back to Colorado and I'm confronted with creating a webinar and doing what's next in my business I've got a few nails missing Uh (laughs) uh-huh 
but <laughs> I did in the past where I had my hands in my mouth all the time. Yeah. Um, and it was amazing. I was telling Sharon with Brian to, I just did a, I'm recording. I just did a live seminar and I recorded it and it's broken down into segments now. And I'm going to be, uh, having it as an online available as an online course. Uh-huh. And I was able to watch myself on video for like eight hours. Never did that person put his hands in his mouth. <laughs> and I was able to sit and watch yes. this guy and not make him wrong. Oh, that's awesome. Not think he was too fat. Not think he looked stupid. Not yeah. Like the, the whole, I mean, I'm about to cry just thinking about it. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. A miracle. That's a yeah. miracle that I could watch myself on video and not beat the crap out of myself. Yeah. And in fact, think this guy knows what he's talking about. Right? Yeah. Oh my God. Guy's an expert. Yep. He knows what he's talking about. I the only thing that I can make fun of, me and the videographer did make fun of the, I, we were going to maybe put a card in there that says, if you're a drinker, if you drink every time I say eyeball, you'll have a good time. Because <laughs> I say things like, keep your eyeballs on that. You know, stuff like that. But that's the only criticism I had. And that's, that's a miracle for me around. And, but what's weird is now that I know that my subconscious is my body, when yeah. I find myself biting my nails, I can go look for what is going on. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. What is the fear pattern that's running that exactly. has you insecure and having your hands in your mouth? Exactly. Exactly. Oh my God. I love that you're saying this. It reminds me that as my clients uh, work with us, they get more beautiful. I mean, I'll have, I'll have somebody mm. say, I looked in the mirror and I really loved how I looked this morning. And then they'll say something like, maybe it's the moisturizer. <laughs> like, yes, like, of course. We always have like the, like, oh, well, couldn't possibly be the work I'm doing. Right. Couldn't yeah. be your coach. <laughs> my eyes are shining. My partner tells me how sexy I am or whatever. I mean, they really get more beautiful. I'll tell you for a short amount of time as I was finding my way, I wondered if I should be in the beauty business because it's like people do get more beautiful. They get more flexible. They get more, um, feeling attractive and, and just sexy or whatever it is. They, their bodies change the way their bodies are perceived by themselves and others changes. Yeah. Holy, it's amazing. Yeah. Have you read any of Paul mm-hmm. Selig's work on it? I don't think so. He has two books out. One is called I Am Word, and the other one is called The Book of Love and Creation. And mm. I'm listening to The Book of Love and Creation right now. It's a channeled work. Mm. But one of the he, one of the things that in the book, they're talking about the people who are channeling this book are working with people who are reading and listening to this book. Mm. And so, um, but one of the things I just heard, and I shared it with Brian over the weekend, was one of the things they said was, as your vibration starts to raise, your body will respond in kind, and it will be like magic. Like you don't, and this yeah. exactly feels to me. It's like there's all kinds of things that I don't want anymore. Like I, my alcohol level is completely down because I have no interest. Like there's just all kinds of things that, as I raise my vibration, mm-hmm. there's things that don't serve me are falling away. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. It's so interesting, but I, it's just such a fascinating. I mean, we could, I like I said, I could talk about it all day. <laughs> just yeah. kind of so <laughs> interesting. Well, you know, I think that I, you know, I hate to say this and jump in because 
like you said, we could talk about this all day. I think we're going to have to maybe would be fun to maybe even get both of you guys on together for uh, an interview at some point, because yeah, sure. I think it would be fun to sort of hear that relationship oh, side yeah. of things as well, <laughs> as you guys sort of work through that together yeah. um, in that space and discovery um, and what that means inside of your own relationship is a, I can, you know, only imagine is a pretty powerful, powerful way to live each day. Yeah. It's been interesting. That's yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's like, Oh, it's been interesting. Yeah, yeah. No, we all know that feeling of like, Oh, we're all changing and doing and growing and crap. Yeah. Now we have to like deal with each other. As we have been growing our business, one of the complexities is working together. And since we started working together in 2011, we, well, we had been trying for a very long time to figure out how we work together and how we're different because we do work that is very, very similar. And so then to be thrust into a relationship where we were living together and working together and trying to figure out not only in the business, but how we work together best in the home. Oh my freaking God. Because we are very, very similar. Uh, we're, we're different in ways that we've been able to identify through working together, but we are also very, very similar. And so the process that Brian and I have been together on a personal level to be able to, I'll say, merge ourselves into a relationship that thrives has been a miracle. I will not lie to you. It's been a miracle. We have a blended family and there's a reason why most blended families fail after a year being together, something like that, because it's not easy is definitely, I've been through stuff in my life, freaking hard yeah. to blend a family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can only imagine. And his parents live across yeah. the street. Like it's hard. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my God. Oh, oh, yeah. oh my God. The There's all sorts of family there. running around yeah. here. And they're awesome, but they live across the street. So like, yeah. it has not been easy to blend our personal lives, but we, I think the thing I pride myself in more than anything that I've accomplished is my capacity to be vulnerable enough to allow myself to be in a thriving relationship with a man who loves me more than anything. Um, so it, it really has been quite a process of growth and discovery for, for us on a personal level as well. That's, it's really deep and meaningful. I mean, for us, for example, people love to be with us. Um, we'll go to events and people gravitate towards us. So they'll say, when are the next time that you or you two are going to be together <laughs> so that I can go be? Yeah. Um, and it just, it just feels really amazing for us to be together almost all the time. And yeah. um, people love to be around us too. Oh gosh. I, I think that would just be fantastic. Yeah. So we're going to have to wrap it up here because we already, I can't believe it, are at 30 <laughs> minutes. But I do want you to give, I, I feel like it, like I blinked and we got through that. Yeah. Um, and I just have been soaking it all in. I've just been sitting here listening to you guys like, yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I think I just, you guys are both amazing. Um, so let us know how people can find you um, if they want to learn more about the work that you're doing. Um, if there's, you know, where do we find you and where do we find Brian? Like, where do we get in touch? Sure. Brian and I live at practicalalchemist.com, www.practicalalchemist.com. That's where you can find us. Right now, I'll, I'll say this too, if it's okay. Right now, we have a an opt-in right on that homepage that's uh, for people who are dealing with guilt. It's been 
my one of my biggest things in my personal development to work through the process of working with guilt because guilt is probably the biggest thing that had been stopping me from continuing to step in and up level my life and get more of what I want. So we created a nice Amen. PDF yeah. there for that. And I I have downloaded that, you guys. Go do it. Seriously. Yeah, and that's the thing for me. Like I, I was just talking to somebody the other day because I was talking about my ideal client and they were like, did they really feel guilty? And I was like, <laughs> for everything, for everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Women, any woman yeah. over 45 years old feels guilty for everything. Oh my God. It's unbelievable. I didn't it's ridiculous. I had guilt. Once I got divorced, I recognized that I had guilt because I got divorced, but then I recognized I have guilt about or had everything. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. Oh that's God. something testosterone made different for me. I'm really? 100%. Yes. It's it's a brain shift, I think. There's something that I don't feel guilty like I used to. Wow. Um, that's awesome. And I think that's about yeah. a brain. Just It's a different brain. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. I think that, you know, again, like I said, being a, a feeling person, a very heart-centered, open person, uh, the guilt can have a tendency to really grab me by the ankles and try to drag me under. And so this, this PDF we created helps to be able to tackle that so you can continue to move forward. And it, it can be a really miraculous uh, process, the the process that we walk people through on that. So that's on practicalalchemist.com. And of course, on there, you can find the other places to interact with us. We love to, to talk with people on social media, specifically on Facebook. So you can find our links there and we have a YouTube channel as well. So that's awesome. Right on. Well, thank you so much, Bonnie. Perfect. Well, we will link to all of those things on the show notes to make sure that everybody has direct access to all those goodies. And like I said, seriously, living a guilt-free life on practicalalchemist.com. Go do it. Stop what you're doing right now and go download that and read it and read it again and then read it a third time and then do the exercise at the end of it. Um, And trust me, you're going to fall in love with these folks as much as we have as quickly as we have. So thank you so much, Ani, for joining us today. Oh, thank you both. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. It's a joy. Yeah. Give Brian a hug for me. I will. (laughs) You're going to have to give yourself a hug for us. (laughs) We have a bromance going on, man. (laughs) I I know. How cute. Yeah, pretty good. Oh. You know I don't like guys, but Becca's like, he doesn't like guys. So. <laughs> I know. I'm like, what? A bromance? Yeah. I haven't heard of that. I have a few guys. Those words have never come out of but, your mouth. You know, it takes a lot. So it takes a lot for me to like a guy. <laughs> I get it. He's a good guy. Like. Yeah, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, thank you all for listening. Um, find us at uh, janebecca.com. And if you haven't uh, left us a review or told a friend this week to listen to Doing the Work, please do. And uh, Ani, thanks for being with us. We just uh, love having you. Thanks so much. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. All right, everyone. We'll see you next week. Thank you so much for joining us again this week on Doing the Work with Jay and Becca. We appreciate you so much, and we invite you to join us at Doing the Work with Jay and Becca on Facebook. Uh, We have a great discussion group there going, or visit us at jayandbecca.com for show notes. We have uh, pullouts of links to the books and the things that we talk about. And as always, we are here for you and we want to be part of your weekly self-care. So thank you so much for listening. Stay connected and most importantly, be kind to you. Hell yeah. Thank you so much, Jay, and we'll see you next week. See you next week.